BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy in 2022. Investments like acquiring America's largest biogas producer, Arkea Energy, and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. VR training platforms like the one developed by Fundamental VR and Orbis International are helping surgeons train over and over before operating on real patients. As you practice each skill, the muscle memory starts to develop. Learn more at meta.com slash metaverse impact. Good morning, millennials. Welcome back to the Morning Toast and happy, oh my God, it's only Tuesday. Mm. Hope everyone's having like a decent Tuesday. As good as can be, given the circumstances. Given the circumstances. Yeah. Per my last email. I'll follow up when it's Friday. And I will be OOO extremely soon. By ETD, I will be OOO. What's ETD? EOD. Sorry, I haven't worked in an office in like 10 years. (laughs) Happy Tuesday. Welcome back to the Morning Toast. I have Bryce in tow with me because I need the spirit of Bryce to get me through. I'm so tired. My aura sleep score is not good. Praise the Lord. Praise the Bryce. Praise the Bryce. I thought I, <laughs> I thought maybe you didn't catch that. Never. Um, today's a really exciting day because it's Magnolia's birthday. Oh, yeah. Two years old. Want to give a shout out to Knowles. Bruno is packing his, his things. He's are you okay today? No. <laughs> He's so excited to take you to the Maldives per your request. They're going to have a great romantic getaway. And Thrice will be there in spirit. Are you done LARPing? <laughs> we'll see. Yeah, we'll see. Um, it's Tuesday. We've got a great show for you guys. Mediocre stories. Um, but high energy and, and enthusiasm from two of your favorite gals. Your favorite gals. That's us. Also, your favorite gals spoke to your favorite person yesterday. Frank Catania came on the toast. The interview is already up on our YouTube. You better motherfucking subscribe. Especially because the interview was so good, so fun. It's really a visual experience. Mm-hmm. You know, it's sensory overload. Best enjoyed on the telly. But if you are in a situation where you can turn on the telly and you're listening as a podcast, it's at the end of the episode and you will thoroughly enjoy just the preciousness. Let's talk about the Frank experience. Yes. Yeah. Um, Frank walked in 20 minutes early. We stand a respectful king. We do. But. I was pumping. (laughs) (laughs) But you know what? He took it like a champ. And you know what? I, for some reason, like, I didn't feel like it was weird. Mm -hmm. You know? Like, he's a dad. No, I feel like what, like, for someone who's had kids, it doesn't phase you. But yeah. if, if it's someone who hasn't had kids, it would be so much weirder. Right, like we were saying, like if Austin Kroll walked in on you pumping. I would have to flee this country. Right. Yeah, yeah. But no, it like wasn't weird at all. And he gave you like such nice fatherly advice. He's like, don't blink, man. Don't blink. Oh my God, he gave such great advice. He was being so cute before the show. We did a great like 30 minute interview. Nothing, you know, actually there was some good tea spilled um, about Jackie and about Ultimate Girls Trip. So it's a juicy interview, but it's also just like, who is Frank Catania? Yeah, get to know Frank on a deeper level. And I feel like once you reach that level, he's the same Frank. Yeah, no, and that's what like my major takeaway from the from the show was. Like he is the same guy on the show as he was on this couch, as he was when he walked in on you pumping. And that that's really all you can expect from a hero. It's 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 more than what you can expect. No, I'm feeling encouraged to meet more of my heroes. Because it was a positive experience. Yeah. 
And did you ever know that you're my hero? You know, I've been re-watching 30 Rock, and, like, I am Jenna Maroney <laughs> to the point where, like, I hate me too, you know? I love Jenna Maroney. That's why it works. Yeah. Because, like, she's my favorite character, and she's you. It's so true. Who like, am I? By the way, she's not my favorite character at all. Oh, I love Jenna. Well, what does that say about me? Because, like... Self-hating. I see so much of myself in Jenna, and she's probably my least favorite character. You're a self-hating Jenna. What was your question? Who am I? Mm. I think I'm Jack Donaghy. I think, like, you wish you were no, Jack no, Donaghy. No, I think... Really think about... I think I'm a combination, honestly, of Jack Donaghy and Kenneth the Page. I was going to say, you're giving Kenneth energy. I give both, because, like, I... There's something very Jack about me. No, you're very authoritative, but like you're Kenneth in the sense that like you have a moral compass and you will not let it, no matter the entertainment Hollywood is calling, no one can take you away from your moral compass. I would hope so. Yeah. That's who I strive to be. Thank you for seeing me in that way. And that's very Kenneth. He's and also still at the, the end boy. of the day, at the end of the show, spoiler alert, Kenneth becomes like this chairman. Mm-hmm. Deservedly so. Deservedly so. But he's still that boy from Georgia. Yeah. And you're still that gal from New York. From down the block. Totally. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's your little 30 Rock recap. That's hard to say. 30 Rock recap. 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 You seem to have, be Actually, having an easy time. Hard. It's not that hard. You seem to be having an easy time. It's not that hard. <laughs> um, we've got a great show for you guys today. Anything you want to catch up on? How's Haroldson doing besides just like breaking barriers left, right, and center? He's actually doing really well. For every down, there is a swing back up. Mm-hmm. And he had a really good night, even though like I couldn't get back to sleep, which is so frustrating. I even had to break out my Kindle in the middle of the night to Dark. lull me to bed. Yeah. Because um, I'm reading this book, which is a good book. It's just a little slow. It's about the history of the Plaza Hotel. Mm. And so it's really just, you know, uh, a picture of New York from the Gilded Age till today. Nice. And it's interesting to see the way that like the hotel changed with the city during wartime, during depression, during times of great abundance, mm-hmm. prohibition. It's just slow, but you know, it's perfect thing to, to put, put you to, you to sleep. bed. Yeah. yeah. Cause like sometimes you're reading a book that's like really juicy. That's like the worst thing you can do because you don't want to oh put my it God, down. No. Yeah, exactly. This is not that, but I also think that the percentage is going by really slowly because there's an extensive bibliography at the end. So I think I'm going to get to like 70% and the book's over. Right. That's happened to me before. I feel extremely triggered by the word bibliography. Yeah. And I mean, it better be Chicago. MLA. MLM. Yeah. Whatever. MLM. <laughs> bibliography is an MLM. It better be bibliography. Lula Rowe. <laughs> Yeah, MLA annotated. Yeah, like that is so unbelievably triggering to me. <laughs> like, just remember the days where like we had to write so many essays and they had like minimum page lengths and like we were doing everything in our power to make them longer. Who remembers making all the commas and the periods like three t- three fonts yeah, bigger? That was desperate times. Des desperado. Ooh, the margins, of course. Of course, the margins, and then the bibliography, like making it really wordy, just to like contribute to the illusion that that your paper was long you know <laughs> that your paper was good <laughs> yeah of course and by the way there's so many like tools out there for kids now like to help with essay writing and like we had none of that it was bootstrapping what tools like there's literally a website called like writemyessay.com and like you can literally just start typing random letters about you have to put in the subject and you start typing random letters and it generates an essay for you you're lying i swear that's crazy. I mean, I'm sure it's a piece of shit. Like, for me, the, it was dark days. It was, like, Yahoo Answers. Like, I, like I'll literally never forget. I wrote a whole paper on the um, origins of Ethiopian Jews. And, like, literally my entire paper was from a Yahoo Answer, like, forum. Did you citate them? No, you can't that's, citate a Yahoo Answer. No, you can't. But that's really... 
a life hacker's block quotes. As long as you let them know where you found it. But see, the thing is with the, the origin of the Ethiopian Jews, it's actually quite a mystery as to like... Um, and you didn't solve it? No, of course not. So it's like historians couldn't even solve it. And I'm in the eighth grade supposed to. They asked you to just... No, but like, I don't... I don't know, but like, I just didn't feel like I was up to the task. Okay. And clearly it's still haunting you. Maybe you should seek a book on it Maybe. and finally get some answers. No, I do believe that the origin story of Ethiopian Jews is like incredibly fascinating. Yeah. But now I just associate it with my eighth grade term paper. Damn. That's the thing about school. What subjects that might otherwise be interesting to us, we just like automatically hate because it's in school, you know? It depends. It all depends. It depends on the teacher. It, it depends, depends on, on the, the stage of your life. It depends what else you have going on because like I'm so obsessed with the history of New York. Mm -hmm. It's so weird. I'm not obsessed with the present. Right. Just the past of this town. And I actually took a class in college, the history of New York, and I loved it. Yeah. So like you would think I've already learned all these things, but I literally will read stuff that should be something that's ingrained in me. And it's like I'm hearing it for the first time. Also, I watched Ken Burns' New York documentary. So many of the same themes, obviously. Yeah, I guess I'm like on a different level in the sense that like I know an embarrassingly small amount of history. Like ask me something like about American like any history like just ask me and I swear to god like I don't know it okay um oh I'm gonna just who was who signed the Emancipation Proclamation Abe Lincoln I know look that. at you genius yeah. girly yeah but like you know <laughs> like beyond that you okay know? when did women get the right to vote give me a like you can give me a decade <laughs> I have literally no idea but I do know that we were suffragettes, and right? We yep, yeah, we were. Suffragettes. Um, ask me know, another one. I don't know if it's suffragettes. Like, I made it a little French. Like, suffragette. Bonne nuit, suffragette. Yeah. Ask me another you one. You want another one? Okay. Yeah. Um, when did the Titanic sink? I, okay, I only know this because of Downton Abbey, 1912. Gorgeous. But up until I watched Downton Abbey, I had no idea. I thought it was like 1500s. I don't know. Okay, how did World War One start? Now, World War One is tricky. It's really confusing. Because it's not World War II. No. And nobody knows anything about it. I don't know who the major players were. I do remember something about the Allies and submarines. Okay. Um, but what was the question? Who was it between? How did it start? As all wars start. Cannons. Sure. Cannons into the ocean. <laughs> sure. No, let me guess. Let me guess. Okay. No, if you don't know it, you're not like. No, no, I know it. How did World War One start? Um, was it the price of gas? No. Was it? Okay, I'll give you. I'll. It was an assassination of who? Oh wow! JFK. Twisted. JFK. Is that not it? No. No, I know that's like later. An assassination <laughs> of who else was assassinated? Lincoln. No. no. That's really early. It's someone, not someone here. Oh, how the fuck am I supposed to know? Because it's just like, I don't know, I feel like it's seared into everyone's brains, Archduke Franz Ferdinand. Oh, yeah, sorry. I forgot it was seared in my brain, the Archduke <laughs> Fran Ferdinand. Fran. Franz. The Archduke Franz Ferdinand. Okay, no, but I also, like, it's so crazy. History is so extensive, but I'm so focused on, like, 200 years. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, like, you know, Cleopatra... Helen of Troy. Yeah, I feel like where I um, we're using these pillows like therapy pillows. No, like I know. Clinging to Bryce. <laughs> Me too. Clinging to Bryce for dear life. It's like a stress pillow. Like they're, they're if someone's like watching this show, they think we're like we're unwell. Unwell. These are literally the best pillows, the best things that ever happened to us. It's so crazy how we can get a gift that 
is so thoughtful that it's really the best gift I've ever gotten. This, my Ray Dunn mug, like, I'm just on a thoughtful gift trip. And honestly, a pillow like this, like, you know when you have your period and you're having cramps and you just, like, have to put a pillow up against your belly? Yeah. Do you know that feeling? Yeah. That's oh where God. I'm at right if now. If only these were heated. That's next. Oh, my God. If you could, like, put, like, a microwave pad inside of it. It's literally like a fire hazard waiting to happen. Yeah. Okay, back to your history lesson. Yeah, so, like, I, I had, really know nothing. I had one more question I was oh, going to yeah. ask you, but I... Um, I feel like, you know, American history, oh. like, 13 colonies, like, that stuff I kind of know, but everything else I don't. 70, 76? Okay, yeah. so where did the Pilgrims land? Plymouth Rock. Gorgeous. Yeah. That's actually not my specialty. That's also, like, not for me, like, the Pilgrims, like... To me, I don't think of that as history. I think of it as, like, literally, like, fable. Like, because the we way were, you learned it is, as like, like... Yeah. Yeah. So what were the three boats? The Nina, the Pinta, and the Santa Maria. Yeah. Yeah. And... 1492. Don't fuck with me. Oh, I wasn't... Yeah, I don't go back that... Like, I don't... That doesn't interest me. When I'm yeah. reading historical fiction, I'm not reading... You know, 1400s. Do you ever learn like an interesting fact, like a trivia fact, and you just wait for that fact to like become pertinent? And people are like, how did you know that? Yes. I just had one and like I, I just learned something and I keep waiting for someone to bring it up. Like it's never going to be brought up. Why do you bring up. it up? Jackie, let me ask you a question. Sure. In your, you know, opinion, what state do you think has more miles of coast, California or Maine? Well, obviously, you would think California, so the answer is Maine. Yes, because California, it's like just the coast, so it goes all the way down the coast. But Maine has all these little inlets, so it's like, ree, 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 Yeah, that's my interesting fact of the day. Gorgeous. So I think you could find a way to work that in. To a, it's never going to come up naturally, but is yeah, it, how about this? Is how about Maine this? the state with the most coastal? I don't know. Mileage. I feel like it would be then if it's more than California. So you could say, oh, I'm thinking of moving. I I love the coast. I'm tempted to move to Maine. Did you know that it has the most coastal mileage of any state? Yeah. Or when I find myself like talking about Plymouth Rock, you know, from the boats, I could be like, if only they landed in Maine, the state with the most coastal mileage. That's good. That's really good. Yeah. It's seamless. (laughs) Um, So yeah, that's your history lesson of the day. And what was I talking about? Oh, I guess the book I was the reading. Book, you couldn't fall asleep last night. We went on a major tangent. Major tangent. All to say that Harry's doing well. Yes, very well. So uh, I guess without further ado. Yeah, it's like a Tuesday. It's like a boring Tuesday. It's gloomy it's outside. Quiet. It's quiet. So I don't know. It's kind of good vibe, though. It's a good vibe day. It's a good vibe for sure. Yeah, I like a quiet Tuesday. I, I like a quiet Tuesday, but I, I prefer a quiet Tuesday where I don't have my period. You know, if I had to like put together the perfect Tuesday. Yeah, so you have your period. Yeah, I brought it up twice now, so I thought maybe. Oh, wait, I didn't hear it the first time. No, I said, remember when you, you know, when you put a, uh, whatever. Okay. Yeah, okay. Yeah. I'm sorry. I have my period. Yeah. I'm sorry. So that's exciting. Have you gotten your period yet? No, I have not. I thought I was about to because I was experiencing like Cramps. pain, but I don't think so. I think mm. it was a false alarm. Just hunger? Perhaps. 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 Um, okay, well, that's the fertility news of the day. <laughs> and now, without further ado, it is time for the Fast Five Stories that you need to know before you wake up and take a bite out of your morning toast. Now, it should come as a surprise to nobody that I am not a fluent speaker in many languages. Bonwee. 
comes to mind. Um, but I am going to Italy this summer, and I do need to, like, you know, figure my shit out. Yeah. And that's why Babbel is here for us. For all of your summer travels, whether you're going abroad, staying domestic, or you want to immerse yourself in the culture, now is the perfect time to start Babbel. Babbel is the language learning app that sold more than 10 million subscriptions. Thanks to Babbel's addictively fun and easy bite-sized language lessons, there's still time to learn a new language before you reach your destination. It is the perfect thing to do before a trip. It is so easy. It's kind of intimidating to learn a new language, but when you're traveling or whatever your reason are, but especially when you're traveling, like it's really um, smart to have just like a base knowledge of the language just because it can be kind of, you know, dangerous if you don't. Um, you can get lost. You never know. So Babbel is here for you. They make it super fun, super easy. They've got little podcasts. They've got games. You only need 10 minutes to complete a lesson so you can start having real-life conversations in a new language in as little as three weeks. There are many ways to learn with Babbel. In addition to the lessons, you can access podcasts, games, videos, stories, and even live classes. Plus, it comes with a 20-day money-back guarantee. Start your new language learning journey today with Babbel. And right now, you can save up to 60% off your subscription when you go to Babbel, B-A-B-B-E-L, dot com slash T-M-T. That's babbel.com slash TMT for up to 60% off your subscription. That's six zero, you guys. That's a big discount. Babbel.com slash TMT. Babbel, language for life. Today's episode is also brought to you by Thuma. Thuma practices an intentional, less is more design philosophy for the bedroom. With clean lines, subtle curves, and lifestyle-enhancing details, Thuma proves that simplicity is the truest form of sophistication. Introducing the bed by Thuma. Handcrafted from eco-friendly, high-quality, upcycled wood, you'll find beautiful, unique variations in the natural grain. The minimalist design featuring Japanese joinery helps elevate any space. It's super supportive for your mattress, breathable, and made to naturally minimize noise and create space. So if your home... It's like your bedroom specifically is really important to you, which if you listen to the show, I just like feel like it is. Yeah. Um, creating the right balance is super delicate and Thuma helps you do that. Their bed is just, it's perfection. And now they offer other things. They have the nightstand, but the bed specifically is an amazing bed and it's also really gorgeous and helps just like balance out the vibes in your room. You want a balanced room, you know? It's made for how you live. The Bed by Thuma is backed with a lifetime warranty. It ships right to your door in three easy-to-maneuver boxes, and it takes about five minutes to assemble with no tools required. Along with the bed, they offer other bedroom essentials to elevate bedtime, like the nightstand, the side table, and the tray, and they're all perfect complements to the bed. They also work with one tree planted at Thuma to plant one tree for every bed and nightstand sold. All of their essentials are Green Guard Gold certified. Create that feeling of checking into your favorite boutique hotel, hotel suite at home, with Thuma, the bed by Thuma. And now go to Thuma.co slash toast to receive a $25 credit towards your purchase of the bed plus free shipping in the continental U.S. Go to T-H-U-M-A dot C-O slash toast. That's Thuma, T-H-U-M-A dot C-O slash toast for a $25 credit. Great. Thank you so much. It's a pleasure. Our first story, Halsey claims her record label wants a fake viral moment before releasing the song. Halsey claims their record label, Capital Music Group, won't release their new music until they create a fake viral moment. Halsey has given their label a real viral moment instead by calling out executives on TikTok over the weekend, saying, quote, basically, I have a song that I love and I want to release ASAP, but my record label won't let me. 
I've been in this industry for eight years and I've sold over 165 million records and my record company is saying I can't release the song unless they can fake a viral moment on TikTok. They said everything is marketing. Basically, it's being done to every artist these days. I just want to release the music, man, and I deserve better. TBH, I'm tired. And TBH, I hear Halsey, but Halsey is also um, in turn creating a viral moment for the song. Right, not a fake one. I think probably she realized that when she did this, they would get the viral moment that they wanted. Now everyone's like, what's the song? What's the song? Right. But Uh, do you think that this was like an intentional... I think it's a little bit of both. I think it's frustration, but it's also a way for her to kill two birds with one stone and get exactly what she wanted, which is to release a song, and the record label got their moment. But it also is exposing the record label, For the record label, (laughs) um, Halsey's pronouns are she and they. So just moving forward. Um, I feel like this is like a trend with a lot of artists on TikTok. Like either they try hard to make a TikTok viral moment or they like go on and... um, lament about the fact that they can't release until they have a viral TikTok moment. So to me, this is just like the culmination culmination of both of those. Like part of you wants to like sympathize with um, Halsey, but then part of you is like, but you're also doing the thing that they want you to do, you know? Yeah, but it must be really frustrating. And I mean, TikTok is so influential in music right now. So I understand the urge but you can't fake viral. You can't make something go viral. And why can't we still also just get music on New Music Friday? Like, why can't we have both? No, and also, I think that certain people are at a point in their career, and I would include Halsey in that category, who don't have to do dumb things like this. Yeah. Like, if you are up and coming, and like the marketing around, like the perfect example is um, Tate McRae. Mm. She's like so TikTok-y. Like every Love, time. That's so funny. I was just listening to her on Spotify yesterday. And every time she has a new song, she does the video on it, releases like a clip of the lyrics. People love it. It becomes a moment. And then she releases it. It's like the perfect formula. And for her, it works. And for someone of that level in their career, like that's the stuff you need to do. Mm-hmm. I do feel like Halsey is like a bit beyond that at this point. Like she yeah. really is like a pop queen legend. And like for her to still be playing these like silly games is dumb. And that kind of just I just feel like means she like works with a record label who like doesn't really get her yeah and she should be respected at this point like she's earned her stripes enough to know what her fans want yeah and what's gonna hit what so, is a hit in general like I think when people complain about this and they're not at this level like that's the game now the, there's always been a game in music and now mm-hmm. it's TikTok yeah it might not be in another year but that's the game so you want to get in the music industry you have to play the game but for Halsey it's like really like Taylor Swift isn't doing this you know yeah, she does other stuff, though. Yeah, everyone has their own thing. And Halsey knows, like, her brand and what would work well and what has worked well in the past. I think, like, but actually, this is her brand being open. Maverick. And exposing yeah. the industry. But see, Halsey has been on the receiving end of viral um, campaigns on TikTok, and it was totally natural. People were using her song, Just Made You Mad, and I Had No Warning. To share their own stories about like being in abusive relationships and that did make the song go viral and these things happen naturally so to like try and manufacture it is like not it's so tacky yeah and i would love to maybe you know of instances that were manufactured that you can tell that worked no that's the thing like the sheer nature of it being manufactured means it can't go viral viral is like so natural the craziest do you know what's going viral right now 
I don't even know. It's from Real Housewives of Atlanta. No one knows. It's Candy Burris. Legs and hips and body, body. I think it's like from an episode where they like recorded a song or something. It's so random. That's the thing. It's like you can have the biggest song ever. It's like it's not about that. It's like niche audios. Most like major, major audios on TikTok, you couldn't find the origin of right. it if you wanted right. to. Uh, wake up in the morning. Like... We know the origin. We do, but others don't. Like, right. it's so random, and to, to, to try and make it happen is so lame. And that's why I think, like, Charlie Puth, like, the way he goes about doing it, people, like, really don't like, because it's so obvious. He's, like, on TikTok, and he has a decent following. He's like, what if I made a song out of this? And then he'll, like, show you the process of making, and, he, and then it's a song called Light Switch, you know? Like, he started the TikTok, what if I made a song out of this? And then he flicked on the light switch. You turn me on like a light switch. And for me, that was like so manufactured. Right. But and it's it did work. living rent free. It did as work. As is he in it, your mind. Yes. It did work in a sense, but I don't think it was nearly as successful as like those really kind of grassroots, for natural sure. viral moments. But I do think an artist like Charlie Puth, Charlie <laughs> Needs to resort to some hijinks like that. Exactly. And he's also like really perfect for it because he is on an on the fly musical creator. He's yeah. doing what he should be doing. No, Paul I agree. Z need not. Agreed. Now, was it you who said, someone said this to me like a couple months ago when I like started my Charlie Puth like hate train mm -hmm. and somebody made the perfect point and I don't know if it was you, but it, it probably was because who else do I talk to? <laughs> um, they said... Sean Mendez became everything Charlie Puth was supposed to become. Not me. I felt like that was such a good analogy because when you think of Charlie Puth, maybe like, it was a snatcher. The beginning of his career, like the first couple songs, it's been a long night. Now to my friend, and like he was really becoming like this thing, and he was like so cute, and everyone like loved him. And then like that's what Sean Mendez did, like bigger and better. And like I literally forgot about Charlie Puth until he like started popping up on my TikTok. Yeah. Just like an interesting factoid. Thank you for the factoid. I wonder who was the one who said that to I me. I think it was probably Snitch. You talked to It was her a good too. call. Yeah. I just don't think about either of them, honestly. So. Oh, I do. Like, this is like why I couldn't sleep last night. Because Charlie Puth was running through your mind. No, and I was like, what did Charlie Puth do? Like, that ruined all the momentum he had. We see that a lot in, like, people's careers. Like, they're having so much momentum. Like, them, like, you know that they're going to be the next big thing. And then it just kind of derails. Yeah, I would say probably poor management. Maybe a disconnect between their management and themselves. Them wanting to do one thing, management wanting to do another. Yeah. And then they're just not going anywhere. Yeah. That's, like, always sad when it happens. Yeah. Or maybe they're being suppressed. But these days, if you love someone, you can have access to them. Yes. So that's pretty cool. Yeah. It's pretty cool to have mm -hmm. access to the artists that you love. Oh, oh, I can hear them playing this on C100. <laughs> yeah, Keep no. going. Who can make music that you love. Hey, hey. It's just oh, that's something gorgeous. I wrote. Thank you. Are you ready you for... You should send that to Charlie Booth. <laughs> <laughs> we should collab. 100%. Are you ready for our next story? Speaking of a collab, mm -hmm. Kim Kardashian is featured in a new campaign by Beyond Meat as the company's first chief taste consultant. This morning, Kim and Beyond Meat dropped a video showcasing Kim as their new CTO, Chief Taste Consultant. She announced that she will be featured in their new campaign as she is an icon synonymous. Campaign? I, today's not my day, so if you do it again. <laughs> no, it's... you. If me, you do it I don't have... No, listen. You just created... It's a campaign. A campaign with Kim. I love... Yeah, it was intentional. Yeah. I just... 
Not today. Okay, I'm sorry. I apologize. <laughs> no, no, no. I don't need an apology. It's just, it's going to keep happening. I'm so sorry. It's going to keep happening. It's not like a... No, it's going to keep happening for you and for me. <laughs> like, I'm going to keep... He just, like, can't speak today. I know. Kim will be featured in the campaign as an icon synonymous with impeccable taste in food, fashion, beauty, and more. She will highlight the brand's delicious, nutritious, and sustainable product portfolio, portfolio with her signature recipes and engaging creative content. Um, I love this, by the way. First of all, Kim is like notoriously plant-based queen. Yes. So it's definitely like a good, um, they align, the they, two brands. They are aligned. Um, I have to assume like Kim just doesn't, you know, do any sort of sponsorship. Mm -hmm. I'm sure she like got a, a chunk of like percentage in this company. Or just a really big paycheck. Yeah, no, but it, it doesn't seem like it's going to be a one-time thing because she's like the now the new chief taste yeah. officer. So like, yeah, she's like she has a job at Beyond Meat. She's going into right. the office. And by the way, you know who else just did that? Um, you know Carter's, the baby company. Mm -hmm. They did it with Hillary Duff. Cute. I was in like the back of a taxi and it was on like the ABC Seven. What's her title? Like Chief CMO, Chief Mom Officer. That's really cute. It was cute. If and any actually, other companies need a CMO, I'm available. Um, I can work part-time, whatever you guys need. I'm also available for a CMO, a chief um, munchies officer. So if you need snacks, um, I can tell you which good ones to get. You I could, won't go out and get them, but I can tell you which you ones. You could be a CAO, a chief anti-officer. I could be a chief anti-officer. I could also be a CFO, chief fun officer. Ooh, that's good. Yeah. That's really good. Okay, CPO, so chief party officer. We're available for hire. This yeah. seems to be like what brands are doing. I'm here for it. Yeah, and my rate is extremely reasonable. It's just $27,000 a minute. Um, do you think they get paid a salary? Who? These new officers. No, I think like this trend of celebrities becoming like employees at companies is them like doing a deeper long-term partnership as opposed to just like being a spokesperson. And I do believe they take stock in the company. Okay, yeah, I'm sure perhaps Kim did this. Beyond Meat is public, uh, but I'm sure she also got paid. Also, the food that she was tasting looked in the video. Looked so good. Looked so good. I mean, for me, it would be so good, but do you feel like she could influence even you to try Beyond Meat chicken nuggets? Okay, by the way, I've had a Beyond Burger at Burger King. I've had it like at a restaurant. They had a Beyond Burger. Um, I've had Beyond a couple times. I just don't see myself choosing Beyond over like gorgeous kosher ground beef, you know? Well, when there's rarely kosher available yeah so when they're when it's not available i i have eaten it before have you had Im imitation chicken fingers i don't think so i have i've actually been making them a lot at home gardein has a uh a delicious frozen chicken finger if gardein's looking for a cto the thing is i'm i'm too close to the chicken fingers like i it i'm too familiar with the taste the texture the crunch. But don't you ever have chicken that just hits you sideways? Nah. Ugh, sometimes there's nothing weird. I always feel like Bella Swan in that scene when she has the chicken and when she's totally. pregnant. You ever have a bad piece of chicken? I'm like, you know, I mean, I've had a bad piece of chicken in my life and it's literally like a life ruining moment for sure. <laughs> um, like, but usually when I make them myself, like when I pop them in the air fryer, like from the freezer section, I can Ooh. never get it right. Literally, they'll be black on the outside, raw on the inside. I can't figure it out. I'm just following the instructions on the box. Why don't you use your oven? Does your oven not work? No, it does, but I have an air fryer, so. Oh, that's pretty cool. Do you it, have one? I have one, but it's not set up. It's in storage because I don't have the countertop space for it. Mm, your kitchen's and bigger than mine. And then I so. saw on, well, I also have like an espresso machine. I have other 
things that you don't. No, if you just, like, if you wanted an air fryer, you would make space for it. Mm, I would, but it would look, it would be horrible. I have a toaster oven. You got the baby breza. I have a microwave that's, my kitchen didn't come with a microwave, so it's on the counter. That's like twisted. Yeah, it's really weird. But so I have a, janky. I have a cool microwave though. So no, of course. I've made it work. But like you live in like a really nice apartment and there's like no microwave. And it's in the whole building. That's so all the weird. Units are the same. That, that's just like, why are we not? Maybe the maybe they're taking a stand. No, you know who the developer. You know who I heard stand. the developer was. Oh, the mom. The mom from <laughs> Confessions of a Teenage Drama Queen, because she didn't believe in microwaves. Okay, but I saw something on Emily Didonato's story the other day where her husband told her that an air fryer is just the same thing as using the convection setting on your oven. See, it just doesn't feel the same because I cook on convection. That's how I cook. I just feel like Emily's husband, Kyle, is just trying to stop me from living my best life. Yeah, but Kyle is businessman Bo. I know, so like we're forced to like listen to everything. He knows yeah. things. No, for sure. And by the way, it's definitely made me look at my oven more flatteringly. I'm yeah. like, oh, you're an air fryer. Yeah, I mean, and I guess if you were to like just like really boil it down, like an air fryer is just like a small oven. It's a small convection oven, right. I think. That's what he said. I'll have to look into it, but um, I will not be getting rid of my air fryer. I don't think you should, even, even though, though I literally never, never made it. anything no, edible. But you know what I do do? <laughs> um, if I have like mozzarella sticks, like from the diner, mm. that like they took them out of the like they took them out of the fryer too soon. I'm like, like they're 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 still kind of like brown instead of golden. I'll pop them straight from the tinfoil diner casing straight into the air fryer don't put the tinfoil in there oh yeah no way or if they you had them you got them a few hours ago you didn't finish them you mm-hmm. can pop them back in works for chicken tenders too yeah but something Beef funny cigars something from the funny about place. you is that like when you cook nothing comes out good no i've never <laughs> successfully made something correctly <laughs> never in my life like you'll be like i'm making penne alla vodka from scratch tonight. and i'm drunk no and it's like you'll show me a picture of it it looks amazing and perfect mm-hmm. like nothing you've ever made has tasted right no the penne alla vodka was literally so vodka-y i almost vomited on the plate <laughs> um i made over, over the pandemic i tried a bunch so plain pasta with like butter or sauce like that doesn't like, count didn't you make chili recently and it was sickly? Um, I wouldn't say <laughs> sickly. I would say different, you know? Unique. Yeah. But, but to your credit, it must be hard comparing what you're making to what Ben makes. No, also, I really don't need to cook. Like, I literally live with a chef. Right. Right, but then also everything you're going to make is going to pale in comparison to the chef. Yeah, but like, I, like my, if I have to cook dinner, and by the way, when I have children, like I will, I can't be ordering it every night, right? Like I have to cook. I know how to make like four things. The four things are schnitzel, and I have a very good recipe, but like I would say one in every four pieces is raw. I can make <laughs> um, taco, taco, like white people tacos, oh, you, you know? you do love taco. I do, but like, you know, I wouldn't eat the big chunks of meat because they're probably rare. <laughs> Um, I can also make bolognese. <laughs> I can make a bolognese sauce, but the sauce um, does have mold in it. <laughs> and the fourth thing that I can make is um, grilled cheese. Is it just three? Yeah, I guess chili. I, I really can't make chili. Ben can. It's just, those are the three things. Rice. I can make rice. Minute rice specifically. Actually, nobody makes better rice than me. And Except sometimes if I... <laughs> that must be true because you're a rice connoisseur and like you, you love your own rice. I do, but... So like I make it um, 
in like basically in a big Tupperware, I put like a cup of rice and then a cup of water. And sometimes if I use um, like a Tupperware that's not like a hundred percent clean, <laughs> the rice does have this like dirty dish smell. So that's why I order in multiple times a day. Why don't you ever make the bags of rice? It's not the same. Oh, I've started making those. They're pretty good. No, it's not the same. It's crazy how you can make a bag of rice in 90 seconds or you can make rice on the stove and it's 45 minutes. And one broken pan later because you're not getting that <laughs> shit off the bottom. No, and I did that last week. I, made, I was like, I want like fresh rice, no sodium, whatever. And one in every 10 grains was still plasticky but do you know what like i actually tiktok has really made me want but i don't have the counter counter space. cooker yeah you need one i know and like i love that little paddle that you comes need with one it. more than you need an air fryer i know because basically every meal i have i'll have grilled chicken and rice I've n- i don't really have meals without rice i'll have meatballs and some rice yeah some pasta rice sauce. is like water for you i fucking love rice juliana i, I eat a lot of rice i need a <laughs> i need a rice maker but then also Okay, I know what I'm getting for your birthday. No, but the thing is, I'm still the one who has to put the rice in the rice maker, and it will be bad. Like, it's just, it's not, it's not something I can do. Okay. Okay. Are you ready for our next story, which is some more food news? We actually have a lot of food news today. Okay. Kanye has announced that he's redesigning McDonald's food packaging with a visual of a reimagined burger wrapper. So he took to Instagram to post this new burger wrapper that really looks like the future. It's like a square... I don't know what it's made out of, but he's posted it to Instagram and he said next next week it's fries. I guess he's redesigning their packaging too. Yeah. What do you think? Um, I don't really know. Like, as a McDonald's connoisseur, I just feel this like... This affects you. It, I'm definitely deeply affected by this. I also think that, like, there was nothing wrong with the initial packaging. If anything, it's... I think it's nostalgic for a lot of people, like... There's a lot of love associated with those old rappers. So I, I, I just don't, I don't really believe in fixing things that aren't broken, you know? Yeah. But I do love like a unique partnership slash concept for Kanye to express his creativity. And as long as he's not like yelling at Kim and Pete, like I'm happy. Yeah. And he's not like changing recipes that you love. Also, even though this is a new futuristic design, it's still pretty classic for, yes. for McDonald's. So I think I love an update, a rebrand. I mean, I guess packaging. this is just an excuse to go get McDonald's, which I didn't really need. But now that I have one, lunchtime. Speaking of new packaging, the Spritz Variety Pack is now available. Yes, yeah, SpritzSociety.com. You can get all the flavors in one box. You don't, if you want to try them. This has two of each flavor. Eight cans, two of each. It's so great. Love that synergy. That was beautiful. Yeah, and it was designed by Kanye. Mm-hmm. Allegedly. West's cousin. <laughs> Allegedly. Um, so, yeah, I just, like, I'm trying to find a fuck to give, and it's hard because um, I don't. But, yeah. like, cool, you know? Yeah, cool. Whatever. Like, Whatever. cool synergy brand. I didn't think that, like, the burger box was that, like, the new one was, like, that cool. But how cool is it going to be? It's a burger box, and they churn out millions a day, like, and then they go in the trash. And it was never a problem to begin with. Yeah, but they, like, wrap it up and just... It didn't have a lot of no, love they put in, in the it. box. No, but they wrap it first. Mm, and without a lot of love, I would say. I've never experienced love. Okay, but so it's Kanye's partnership ensuring that every worker has love in their heart? This looks like love. Honestly, it looks like kind of gross. Well, you wouldn't want it anyway. No. But um, I just think like now that Kanye has his foot in the door at McDonald's, he could, you know, make some real changes to things that actually need to be fixed, like the ice cream machines. Yeah. Are you ready for our next story? I'm moving some things around because it's some more food news and I just want to... Get out all this food news so that you guys can sleep easy tonight. (laughs) 
<laughs> knowing all of the updates right, in right. the food world. Is it the food news that's brought to you by FastGrowingTrees.com? Yes, it is. Spring and summer are the seasons for finally getting outdoors for entertaining pool parties and barbecues. But if your yard looks like a plant cemetery, then you're not going to enjoy it as much. Get your place looking like a resort easy with fast growing trees when it comes to caring for your plants know how matters and that's why fast growing trees Com's experts curate thousands of plant varieties that will thrive in your specific climate, location, and needs. There's no waiting in lines, no messy cars from hauling plants all over town. Your order online or, or over the phone, and your plants are shipped to your door within one to two days. Plus, their growing and care advice is available 24-7. Whether you're looking for increased privacy, shade, add some natural beauty to your yard. Fast-growing fast trees has the perfect plants and the expertise to help you find them. Even if you never had a green thumb, they'll make you feel like you do. A million home gardeners have already seen what FastGrowingTrees.com can do for them. So we are two girls who don't have a green thumb. I would say we have more of like a purple thumb. Um, and FastGrowingTrees.com is the perfect resource for people like us because taking care of a plant can be a lot of work. But as long as you have like a resource who can tell you exactly what to do and they're suggesting plants that are good for where you live, the climate, it's really nice. Go to FastGrowingTrees.com slash toast right now and you'll get 15% off your entire order. Get 15% off at FastGrowingTrees.com slash toast. We only do our plant shopping at FastGrowingTrees.com and you should too. FastGrowingTrees.com slash toast. Okay, our next story. I'm a little nervous um, to share it. Because you hyped it up? No, I just, I think you're going to be searching high and low. Oh, for a fuck to give? Okay. I don't, I, but I also think you might, whatever. Edible burrito tape for mess-free eats has been invented by Johns Hopkins students. A group of engineering students at John Hopkins University unveiled a groundbreaking and mouthwatering invention called Tasty Tape, an edible adhesive to keep all your favorite ingredients tucked inside burritos and wraps. So it's an edible piece of tape to keep your burrito together because these enterprising students were just so mm -hmm. discouraged that their burritos were constantly falling apart. They spent the school year perfecting the edible adhesive strips as part of their senior design project. She, one of the students was eating her burrito one day and it was just everywhere. And she was like, you know what? This is a problem to be fixed. Tasty Tape is made up of an edible adhesive comprising a food grade fibrous scaffold and some other stuff that's edible that keeps the burrito together. It was unveiled weeks ago as part of the Whiting School of Engineering's Design Day. Do you see that? The group of female chemical. I just want you to know Wait, it was, no, it was made by female chemical and biomolecular engineering students. Wait, but look, do Oh, sorry, never mind. I thought it was a fuck that I gave, but it wasn't. No, but this is really why it's so important to go to college. Yeah, right. That's what I was going to say. And get like, a degree in engineering. I could just see these, um, like, students' parents rolling their eyes, like, 20 grand a semester to make up a dumbass invention. No, so, I actually think this is, like, a decent invention. No, I, think, I don't. No, I think that plenty of people would, like, people love burritos. They fall apart. They should go on Shark Tank. But see, the thing is, here's the thing. A good burrito doesn't fall apart. <gasps> oh. So well, could it be tasty, but you just didn't have the engineering? You know, when they don't, like, wrap it tight enough in the tinfoil, like, that is poor burrito making. What about at-home burritos? It is hard. Burritos, in my opinion, shouldn't be made at home. It's really, like... But maybe now they can be with tasty tape. So dumb, like... Beyond. But I think people are... Like, I actually think... And even, like, I'm sure Chipotle could license it. Other places, too. Like, they really could have big business on their hands. I know, but, like, who wants to eat an adhesive, even if it's edible? I mean, it probably doesn't taste like anything. Maybe it's made of bean. I know... What if it's made of rice? 
she'll be there. But you also don't love burritos, so this isn't a story no, for you. No, I don't love burritos, but I do eat a lot of like burrito shaped like wraps, you know? Yeah. Oh, I you eat, had a wrap that was falling apart at the seams. You when we went for lunch over the weekend tape. because that was a poorly made wrap. But I get that wrap at that place for lunch literally like multiple times a week and it's usually wrapped to perfection. I don't have one complaint. Yeah. So again, it's like we're creating, it's like, you know what it is? It's like the straws. It's like the problem with plastic straws. Explain. We're creating a solution, but we're not fixing the problem. Wow, I'm literally on a roll, ready? I'm listening. Like people ban plastic straws because they were ending up in the ocean. Sure, but why don't we ban how they're ending up in the ocean, which is people throwing them in, you know? Mm -hmm. So it's like, we're not actually getting to the root of the problem, we're just creating a solution that doesn't actually fix the initial problem. I, Same with this adhesive tape. The problem is- We should is poorly, ban the people who are making bad wraps. The problem is the poorly made burritos and wraps. Mm. But we're creating an adhesive, oh, let's just keep making bad burritos and eat like chemicals at, like, this is so dumb. Wow. Sorry. <laughs> it seems like you do give a fuck. Yeah, actually, I tricked myself into giving one. <laughs> I agree. I don't totally see how it's Congress with the straws. You the don't straws. see my analogy? Uh, I do, I do. But I also feel like, okay, so some, there are a lot of, like, tools that are helpful for things that people can't do properly at home, you know? But, like, see, the thing is with plastic straws, it's not like people are just throwing plastic straws. No, that's the issue with the plastic straws. It's like there is so much plastic, there is so much waste, and, like, the straws don't even make up 1% of it. Right, so, like... And we're People now are throwing all this shit in the ocean, including plastic straws. So you think the way to solve that is just to get rid of plastic straws? Moronic. And then uh, have you seen the masks in the ocean? Have you seen Wait. the turtles wearing masks? No. So like the problem is obviously why is this trash ending up in the ocean? Let's tackle that instead of banning plastic straws. Or we could maybe reduce plastic use across all categories, not just target one. Yeah. Like this target one. And you know what? The banning plastic straws, it's a little ableist. A hundred percent. 100%. It's a little ageist. The elderly. 100%. Babies. 100%. Rely on straws. 100%. You're only thinking 100%. about yourself. 100%. Don't get me started on the straws. No, me neither. Because like when they first started banning straws, they were like, oh, because they're killing turtles in the ocean. I was like, oh my, that's terrible. Yeah, let's ban plastic straws. And then like one day it occurred to me. I was like, wait, how are the straws getting in the ocean? And it's like human error. Yeah. So that's the problem, not mm -hmm. the fact that plastic straws exist. No, and it's not like only the straws are slipping through right. and ending up it in the ocean. It was just like that one picture of a turtle with a straw shoved up its nose, right? Yeah. But like there's still other terrible things happening with other plastic. Oh, the things that keep beer cans together? Oh yeah, those are bad. Those are bad and like beyond unnecessary. Yeah, and you know who doesn't use those? Spritz. Put it in a box, bitch. Put it in a box. Spritz doesn't use those. Put it in a box. Spritz don't use them. Put it in a box. SpritzSociety.com code toast. Yeah. So, like, I just think, like, while a lot of these movements, like, people start with good intentions, they're placating. They're placating. I don't really know what that means, but felt like the right time to use the word. Anyways, I don't know how to feel about this story, because on the one hand, sure, decent invention. On the other hand, Johns Hopkins University. Engineers. Engineers, biomedical students. No, it's beyond them. Um, Biomolecular engineering unless students. Unless this was, like extracurricular you know it was part of their like design project and but that's just they only did as asked no these are like the smartest it's not kids. the students fault you want to design something like design a cure for cancer you know it's not the students fault no it's not the students fault it's curriculum it's these institutions it's the curriculum it's institutions mm, you said it sis i said it <laughs> are you ready for a fifth and final story 
Yeah. Because uh, some of our favorite people are on the cover of British Vogue being stunning bride and groom that they are. Brooklyn Beckham and Nicola Peltz are on the cover of British Vogue recreating some wedding looks and revealing that their wedding was inspired by David Bowie and Iman. Well, I was going to ask if you thought that the cover was like a a photo from like the wedding photographer or if they got back in their wedding looks. I think they like got back into character and they took a bunch of wedding themed pictures which I don't mind it's kind of weird that it came out after the wedding as opposed to like because I feel like once you're married like you're irrelevant no like your dress is in storage like you don't care yeah but when you're a a fiance a blushing bride to be there's so much buzz Mm -hmm. you know so I would have liked to see this last month and it would have made me like realize how excited I was for their wedding but it's still gorgeous and honestly as far as couples on the cover of a magazine it doesn't get better. No, it's really, it's quite something. It's it's ethereal, it's elegant, it's beautiful. It's really striking. Yeah. As are they. And I have come to like really be, become obsessed with them, but like I'm even more obsessed with the family dynamic now. You're, like, and you're more obsessed with the drama and the shade. And like the possible toxicity. We don't really know, but like we're pretty sure. No, it adds up that there's a little bit of beef and in-law tension. Because you want to know why? It would be too perfect without... Like, yeah. It wouldn't be fair. Yeah, but we all saw the blinds from the wedding and the speeches yeah. and, the, and the distance. But I feel like that's just like sometimes like typical wedding behavior, Because you know? planning a wedding is so... Toxic. Toxic. And by the wedding, like it's hard to, you know, put your differences aside. And so maybe they're all fine, but it was just a long... And I'm sure a wedding like that... It was a long process. Yeah. I'm just really curious about the relationship between Victoria and Nicola. Like, to me, that I think is the most interesting. I always, up until the wedding, I really thought that Victoria loved her because she, like, posted her on her Instagram even before they were engaged. But the, the whole last name thing threw me off. Yeah. And apparently there was, like, a speech and Nicola wasn't even in there for it and they only talked about the kid, yeah. Brooklyn. Yikes. It's interesting. But they look beautiful on the cover. Yes. And hopefully the families can put their differences aside at Christmas. Yeah, and it seems like Brooklyn and Nicola are, are so happy, and that's all that matters. Yeah, and, like, that their star is, like, truly rising. I feel like for a while, Nicola was, like, really, um, like, just when I was watching her career peripherally, like, she was doing the most to, like, be the most and wasn't becoming the most. And now I feel like where she's at a place in her life where, like, this wedding and this courtship, like, put her on the level that I think she was dying to be on for a while. She can just be Nicola. Right. She doesn't have to act or... We love her for who she is. Right. Because I don't think I've ever seen her act. No. But I think she's in... We did this already. We did this IMDb journey already. But I do feel like she's getting buzzed for something. Maybe it's just her wedding. Probably. Anyways, congrats. Congrats. They look beautiful. Great great cover. It's a British Vogue snag. So elegant. Yeah. There's something so... And I didn't think of it. Yeah. There's something so... Sickening about British Vogue. Like... Yeah. They do a good job. It's very aristocratic, you know? Yeah. Well, it's also the editor there. Edward. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. It's just cooler. It's very edgy. But that's because of him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But also because it's British. Like, let's be real. But it's also because of him. But it's also... American could be that way. You know, but it's like as an American, like, I perceive, like, British as, like, high society cool, you know? Like, that's just me being a loser. I understand. I understand. That's our show. You needed to know every single story. Every, every morsel. Every morsel, every detail, every crumb. Um, but if you're listening to this podcast, it's not over yet. 
Curse yes. your loins for our sit-down interview with Frank and Tanya. If you want to watch it, it's already up on our YouTube channel. We dropped it up early yesterday, so our subscribers get a little, you know, a little taste, a little special VIP treatment. And if that could be you if you just fucking subscribed. Yeah, because the subscribers, they didn't have to wait till we announced it. They knew. They got an email. That's exciting. I think. They got a notification. Depends what preferences right, you have. Right, right, right. And that's something you can set yourself. Maybe you don't want an email. Maybe you do. Right. That's what's so great about YouTube. It's customizable. It's customizable. And Tailored so. Tailored to your life. Yeah. I said what I said. Thank you so much. For listening to The Morning Dose. The Millennial Morning Show, where we deliver the fast facts stories that you need to know every Monday through Friday on YouTube. So if you're watching this on YouTube, please feel free to subscribe and give this video a thumbs up. We're also available as a podcast anywhere. Podcasts can be found on Spotify, iTunes, Stitcher, Public Radio, I have Radio Castbox, all the places where you listen to us. Find us on Morning Toast. Leave a five-star review about how beautiful, stunning, and smart we are. Have an amazing Tuesday, and you know what that means. The next time we see you, it'll be... Hump day. Hump day. Happy birthday, Magnolia. We love you guys. Have an amazing day, and we'll see you tomorrow. Bye. Welcome back to The Morning Toast. We are so excited to be sitting down with someone whose name is constantly on our lips. Like, if I'm being honest, <laughs> someone we're obsessed with, who we finally have connected with. It is the one, the only, Frank Catania. Hello, Frank. Oh, my God. Ladies, thank you so much for having me. I, I'm very, very excited to be here. In fact, I'm a little nervous. No, don't be right? nervous. We're huge fans. Oh, my really God. Are. Thank you so much. They thank say you. never meet your heroes, but in person, you're quite lovely. Oh, I was going to look through the door with your heroes. <laughs> <laughs> All right? Thank you're a gentle you. giant. Thank you very, very much. Yes, I am. What do you bench? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> we, we, we got up there. We did 565 pounds. Holy wow. Just, yeah. So, you know, I take, I take my lifting very seriously. Yeah. Can you walk me through the, like the last couple of years of your life? You know, you're a couple of years ago, you're unknown, just a regular guy in New Jersey, being a dad, working, construction, working out clearly. And all of a sudden your life gets flipped upside down because you're on, you're, well, your ex-wife is on a show, but Jersey is one of those really unique franchises where like the husbands are just as entertaining, just as popular, just as famous. So you've really just kind of catapulted into another yeah. universe in the last couple of years. Yes. It, it's, it has been a transformation, which I never expected. Right. I, I gotta be honest with you. Again, because Dolores is not even my wife, she's my ex-wife. Right. So right. I didn't know how I was gonna fit in at all, if any. And uh, the first couple of years were a little rough because everything in your life comes out, mm -hmm. all right? But then after that, then you start getting the DMs and then you start getting a following. Then you start seeing what's going on. Then you become more integrated as part of the show. And then the men became more a part of the show here. Right. Yeah. And let me tell you something. Whatever you see on the men on The Real Housewives of New Jersey is not scripted whatsoever. I believe that. Right. And no, you couldn't write that, honestly. <laughs> and if you could, they would do it on other franchises, which right. they don't. That and like, is... they try to and you can tell like, oh, they're doing, trying to do the Jersey yes. thing. But it doesn't hit like yours does. <laughs> Thank it's you. It's so true. What and do you attribute to the dynamic, like the magic sauce of all of you guys? Is it that you're friends in real life, that some of you knew each other before? Or is it just that like Joe Gorga won't let you guys not be friends? Like, <laughs> What is it that brings you all together in that way? Jackie, I think you hit, you hit exactly on it. And it had to do with the fact, number one, we are friends. Beyond this, what you see on TV, we hang out. Mm -hmm. all right? And 
I think, especially myself, Joe Gorga, Joe Beningo, we come from the same background. We come from the same areas, and it just it just hits. Cut and, from know, the same cloth. Yeah, you're right. Exactly Top right. Quality fabric. There you go. Exactly. Do you watch every episode? No. Okay. No, yeah. I don't. I, what I do is, we, as, as part of the cast, we get it a couple days beforehand, mm-hmm. and I watch it, you know, it, it, on my on my phone just to make sure they didn't do anything too bad that week to embarrass my family. All right, <laughs> and, and and if I didn't, I you know. If I'm around come Tuesday nights, I'll watch it. But right. if not, I already saw it already. Right. Yeah. Got it. And what do your kids like think about the show? They're not on it that much. Frank is more than your daughter. But what is their overall takeaway? They like being on the on the. On my daughter, no. Yeah. Uh, my daughter, my daughter is, is 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 a fight between Dolores and Gabby all the time. Mm-hmm. Gabby, you got to film. Do me a favor, come film. And when she films, she, she oh, believe me, she's a team player. Yeah, yeah. Frank, Frankie's a little bit more, uh, you know, a part of the show. All right? Yeah. A lot of times, it's just, we go places and, and we go to take pictures, and, and that Gabby's there. They don't realize Gabby's part of the family. Right. 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 But Gabby's out of everybody in the family. Gabby is the most accomplished. Yeah. All right. So. Well, you were just telling us she's going. Traveling oh to save God. rhinoceroses. She's at it. That's our daughter. And no matter what Dolores and I say, it doesn't matter. She has such a strong personality. She's going to South Africa mm-hmm. to dehorn the endangered rhinos so the poachers don't go after them. That's awesome. Right? Neither one of us wanted to do it. It's so dangerous. Mm-hmm. But, you know, it, it, she, she really, okay. I'll see you later. That's awesome. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Okay. So, my, I have so many questions for you. But the first is some bombshell news came out recently that you were in a relationship. Yes. And for some of us, Dolo Frank stands like that's it hurts. It hurts. It hurts for sure. <laughs> and I know you said it before, and I don't want to like you know beat the dead horse too much. But like, why? Why can't you make it work? I know she's in a relationship now too, yes. but like, why can't you and Dolo make it work? Where where you see myself and Dolores now took a long time. Yeah, all right. It didn't happen overnight. Um, and. I'm so afraid to screw it up. If it's not broken, don't fix it. Yeah. Right. Our family dynamic right now is so good. Mm-hmm. It's so good. And that's why I had such an issue initially with Paulie because Paulie just, I don't know, he didn't seem like he wanted to be part of it. And Paulie is Dolo's new man, yes, correct? Exactly. Yeah. Yes, exactly. Yeah. Yes. So, but no, uh, I love Dolores and mm-hmm. I'll do anything for her. It's just that I see Dolores now as someone different than a wife. Or, or a, a sexual figure to mm-hmm. me. Um, it's a shame. I mean, I, it had to be a year ago, two years ago. I walk in, she's in a bathtub, and it, we're just talking, you know, yeah. like my sister. You know, yeah. it's, it, it's, it's, it's come such a, a long way. A different place. Yes, yeah. exactly. You guys really set, like, the mold for divorced couples and, you know, your family. What do you think is the key to that? What advice would you give to people who are maybe in your situation that you were in 10, 15 years ago trying to, to get co-parent. to the place that you're at now? Absolutely. And it has to do with the fact that, remember, I was a, I was a divorce attorney for over 20 years. Okay. So I've seen it. I've seen how bad it is. I went through a divorce where my parents didn't talk. So I had two birthdays, I had two holidays. And despite what happened between Dolores and I, Dolores promised that she would never allow our family to be like that. Mm -hmm. And the kids, whatever happened had nothing to do with the kids. It Mm -hmm. wasn't the kids' fault, Mm -hmm. it's our fault. So why make them suffer? Mm -hmm. Um, Honestly, I don't think my kids even knew that we were divorced until they they were like 18 years old. They just thought we, they thought we lived separate. And dated dated other people. (laughs) So they did. You know, so, but it, it was, uh, it's Dolores is a strong woman. Dolores is a strong woman to put aside everything that ever happened in order to make sure that our family wouldn't suffer. No, it's and, really and, admirable. And, right? And, and I gotta be honest with you, I say the proof is in the pudding. Look at my kids. Yeah. I'll put my kids up against anybody. I'm so yeah. proud of them. Yeah. Do you and Frankie, like, the show has been over the last couple of years so good for you and Frankie in the sense yeah. that, like, 
all these young girls are like, oh my God, Frankie, Frankie, Frankie. And all the older women are like, oh my God, Frank, Frank, Frank. Do you guys, like, do you, do you get a lot of DMs? Does Frankie get a lot of DMs from ladies? Yes, we, we both get a lot of DMs. Yeah, I imagine. And, yeah, and, and my, my Instagram used to be Frank Catania Jr. And Frankie was Frank Catania. Oh, that's confusing. Yeah. That's confusing. Oh, yeah, and so I'm you would get some of his messages. Well, no, he, he got many more of mine <laughs> to, the, to the point where I said, let me change mine to Frank Catania Sr., oh. all right, to stop because Dad, yeah. Frankie calls me up. He goes, Dad, oh, you got to see this one. <laughs> right. it's, it's, it's interesting. It's very interesting. I wake up every morning to an adventure on my, mm-hmm. on my Instagram. Would you I'm go sure. out with someone who DM'd you? or? Uh, honestly, to tell you, it's, uh, yeah, I, I would. I would consider, if I wasn't in a relationship, yes, I, I would definitely consider it. And so, how did you meet your current girlfriend? Oh, yeah. No, I, I've known her, guys, we go back like 10 years. Oh, that's nice. All right, I, she was a fitness competitor, and I used to train her, mm. all right? And then uh, about three years ago, uh, that's when the two of us you know, got together, we had a little bit of hiatus mm-hmm. in between, uh, and now we're back together, and a hiatus in between is when that girl from Texas that came up on the show, got it. All right, came in for a little while. Your timeline is perfect. All right, exactly. Right? Yeah. yeah, I made, I made sure of it before I came. <laughs> <in>. All right. <laughs> uh, I right. forgot that you trained Teresa. Yes. Was she one of your most difficult clients? No, not at all. Not at all. In fact, I got to be honest with you. Teresa was probably one of my easiest. Really? Because whatever I told her to do, all right, she did it. Yeah, she was like, and, and, and I would, in, in a nice way, I would call Teresa an animal when it came mm-hmm. to training. All right, girl does not sleep. Mm-hmm. Right? I'll get a text message at eleven thirty at night from her. I'll get a text message at five o'clock in the morning from her. Mm-hmm. I tell her this is what you eat for the day. That is what Teresa ate. Wow. Right? Dedicated to, to beyond description. Yeah. yeah. Well, let's talk about this most recent season. It was a really good season, and you, of course, were in the middle of everything. This whole Jennifer Serena saga. Uh, thank you. Can you set the record straight on what you believe to have happened between Jennifer, Margaret, you, everyone? Absolutely. Jennifer, I don't know. Jennifer's saying that I said something. I said there was a woman, not once. And I'll put it on the record again. Mm-hmm. Not once that I ever think that Evan ever cheated. Okay. okay. Ever cheated. All right. And I know Evan very well. I do know Evan. What I did do is I received a DM from somebody who I didn't even know. Mm-hmm. All right. Sent me a picture of a woman. All right. I don't know from where or anything else. Tells me this is the girl that Evan cheated on Jackie with. Oh. All right? I didn't know who the girl was. All right. It didn't have an Instagram with it, so I, didn't, I couldn't follow an Instagram. Mm-hmm. And I don't recall ever saying anything. But me and Bill were out to dinner. And i got to be honest with you, I know Bill doesn't lie. Okay? Mm-hmm. I know Bill doesn't lie. So it was either a misunderstanding all right, where maybe I said to him, I said, somebody sent me a picture. When Bill went home and said, oh, Frank knows the girl that Evan cheated Got on. it. All right? Which, absolutely not. All right? Mm-hmm. I mean, listen, Bill uh, admitted to Jennifer that he had an affair. Mm-hmm. All right? And he's not a liar. Bill's not a liar. No. All right. But to this day, I'm a guy's guy. Uh, Bill didn't cheat. As far as I'm concerned, Bill didn't cheat. That's (laughs) extreme. That's extremely toxic. I'm going to be honest. When Bill literally said that he did. Uh, Yeah. yeah, I I just think he might have been drunk at the time. (laughs) Coerced. Could you imagine being coerced? Coerced. Can you imagine waking up, being woken up at three o'clock in the morning by Jennifer leaning over the top of you, telling you you cheated? All right, I, I look up, honestly, night after night after night, I'd say I cheated too. Wow, that's right. an extremely hot take. It's <laughs> a very hot take. I don't know if I agree with it um, at all, but I appreciate the creativity. Do you I give really me at do. least an A for effort? Yeah, yeah. A for all effort. Right, thank, for you. Sure. thank you. Can you give us a little insight into what's going on between the Gorga Judiches? Because it doesn't appear to be good. 
Well, obviously, what you saw on the on, on the reunion and uh, watch what happens live when they were talking about his podcast. Yes, uh, it, it's it's from what I know, it's not. They don't talk. For, first of all, neither one talk very much about it whatsoever. Right. But from what I see, no, there's not much communication right. between the families right now. And you guys have started filming. Yes. Right. Is that something that's brewing? Uh, We don't, we just started, all right? I don't know what's going to happen, but I saw things on social media about Melissa, Melissa, where Melissa said, I wash my hands of it. Mm -hmm. I'm done trying to keep the families together. Right. I'm done trying to keep the families together. I think that's fair. All right? Uh, Yes. It's fair. Yes. So at this point, um, I don't know for sure what's happening, but I don't see anything good happening. And what is the status of Dolo's relationship with Teresa? Because her not being invited to the engagement party. And I saw that this week was Teresa's 50th birthday. Louis took everyone to Tulum. Dina was there and Dolo was not. Listen, Dina and Dolores will not be in the same place. Got it. All right. There's been an issue brewing for them for a couple of years. And I got to be honest, I don't even know what exactly it is. All right. But I do know that that it's deep. All right. And I also know that Teresa is best friends with Dina. Yeah. Okay. And she's good friends with Dolores, but I know she's best friends with Dina. And regardless of what anyone says, including Teresa, my opinion as to why Dolores was not. Uh, invited to the engagement party is because Dina was there. Yeah. All right? But what about the wedding? I uh, Listen, I don't know what's going on with the wedding. I don't know. Are you invited? Uh, no, I won't be invited. You won't? No, I won't be invited. Why oh. not? As a guest of Louis? You know, uh, no, right. no, me, me and Louis aren't that close. Mm. You know, we're not that close. Is it? Good? Are they getting married soon, like during this season of filming? That's what I understand. Mm-hmm. But they're I not going to invite I, the whole cast. I don't know. I don't. I don't know. It, it's supposedly at the. I think it, towards the end of this, this summer. I think, the, from what I hear, guys. I get, you know what's funny? People come up to me and know more about the show than I do. <laughs> I nobody, believe nobody, that. T- nobody tells us anything. Right. right. Nobody tells us. You know. Supposedly, you know, we, we have some new girls coming on this year. I know nothing. Right. I, I, I know nothing about it. And Jackie is a friend of. Have you that, heard that? You know, I. I didn't know for sure. I went out to dinner the other night with Jackie and Evan, all right? And yes, I heard yes, all right? Mm. She is a friend of, all And right? what about Tracy and Tiki? I heard she, Tracy's gone, all oh, right? Yeah. I heard Tracy's gone, but at the same time, I gotta be honest, uh, Jackie, I heard maybe coming back. Uh, we don't know about Tracy. So nothing's definitive. Right. No, nothing, nothing's definitive ever here. Yeah. yeah. We didn't agree with Jackie's demotion at all. You know, I think she was had a great season. I I I thought she had a great season. Her best yet. Uh, yes, one hundred percent. Not only did she come out with respect to the eating disorder, mm-hmm. which I know wasn't easy for her, of course. Right, but at the same time, listen, I know one thing you shouldn't do, right, is stand up to Dolores because I've seen what Dolores can do. <laughs> yeah. But Jackie stood up to Dolores. And yeah. she right? held her own. Yeah. You know, right. She did hold it and, until Dolores. Dolores knows better than to ever get physical. Mm-hmm. But once it got physical, it, it would be you know picking up Jackie's pieces. Right. All right. <laughs> at that point. So, yeah. but, but no. But no. I thought she had. And I look at Jackie evolving over the time she's been on the show. Yep. Mm-hmm. She came on as a timid little the, 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 the rabbit. Mm-hmm. All right. To the point where now she speaks her mind. She came out with eating disorder. Yeah, I like Jackie. I, I like think Jackie, so too. Right? And I, I really like didn't like her in the beginning. And I've had like a yes. full one eighty on her. So I thought like for them to pull her back now. No, she's just getting started. Thank Thank you. I, I, I did think the same thing. Yeah. You know? So on an average, when you guys are not filming, how often do you see the boys, the other house husbands? I, I, I see Joe Beningo probably at least once or twice a week. Yeah. I see probably Joe Gorgon once every two weeks. Um, Bill Aiden and Evan probably once every month, once every six weeks. That's nice. All right? In fact, I just, I just went to Bill. Bill just did, a, I was hoping, he just did a, a surgery on me. Oh. I, I had a little basal cell, all right? Uh, carcinoma, uh-huh. which he removed from my chest. And I was just hoping, please, I hope Jennifer didn't get in his ear before I came <laughs> in today. I said, because shit, this is going to hurt. When right. Bill does a surgery for you, does he charge you? 
Uh, that's between me and Bill, but, but I got to be honest with you. I, I, guys, I, that was the first time I ever used the service as a Bill. Incredible. Really? Incredible. Not know. only from the walking in, and it wasn't just me because I'm watching everybody else in the waiting room. The way his staff treats people to the way Bill, Bill is so professional. When he takes me in the room, we don't even talk about the show. We mm -hmm. don't even talk about the show, all right? And the guys, regardless of what you say, I'm a big pussy. <laughs> all right, I'm a big pussy. All right, I'll, I'll cry. I'll cry. I can see it. All right, so I said, Bill, make sure I don't hurt. Make sure I don't hurt. And he was, he was great. He That's was so great. nice to you hear. Know? Yeah, he's good. He was good. So, what do you think is like? Because we watch all the franchises, and, and there have been husbands who have come and go in yes. certain plot lines. And you guys have this really magical way of totally being a part of the drama while also disassociating from it at the exact same time. <laughs> and I think that's why you've been able to create like really like a second group of housewives, house husbands. Yes. How do you do that? Like for like, how do you sit? Because you have so much love for Dolores, yes. and let's say someone slighted Dolores, and then you have to hang out with their husband, like. We, we, all the guys on the show basically, we did, it's an unwritten pack, an unspoken pack that we do not get involved in a woman's drama, okay? So if they say something about our wives or they say something with respect to something that our wives did or ex-wives in my situation, all right, we don't take it personally, all right? This year got a little bit personal with Bill mm -hmm. and Evan, and I gotta be honest with you, Evan was sitting next to me. All right? I was surprised as shit when he said that. Right? Yeah, but uh, it's, it's but otherwise we do. We try to keep it out of all right. Try to support our better halves, but at the same time we try to keep it out of our relationships. And I think we've done a pretty good job. And, and the guys have been a, a, a part of the storyline. I don't think it's my choice because one year right. we one year we got Evan, next year then it's Bill, then it's Louie. And believe me, it's not a choice of having any of those storylines up mm -hmm. right for these because they've all been through hell and back. Yeah. I mean, Louie's still going through it. What do you mean? Louis still going there. I mean, with the, the social media mm -hmm. and the post and Teresa defending him, you know. Do you believe that Margaret was the one talking to the girls and putting all this stuff out about Louis? No. Of course not. Absolutely not. No, I definitely do not. Yeah. A absolutely not. I know that um, uh, Louis has so, some disgruntled ex-girlfriends, and I know how vocal they are. I know how, listen, they're... they're they got some deep, deep embedded hatred towards him. Right, and it was sort of effective because he shared at the reunion that he actually got let go from his company. Yeah, he did. Like, it yes, made an impact. Yes, he did. That's a company he started. Which he is got, so crazy. You know, you know, absolutely, 100%. But you remember something. You know, to put it bluntly, guys, and am I allowed to swear here? Oh, yeah, you go know, for it. You don't fuck with Margaret. All right. Margaret's not going to come after you unless she's got a, she's, she's got her arsenal. Mm -hmm. right? yeah. She she builds up her arsenal and gets to the bottom of it before she mentions it. Okay, and uh, yeah. Teresa made a mistake, in my opinion, by not letting Louis talk. Agreed. Yes, because right? when You're he right. finally spoke at the reunion, it was very redemptive for yes. him. But it can't undo the months of turmoil that yeah. he experienced. So well said. Right? Exactly. And the entire year, both myself and Joe Gorg have been telling Louis, Louis. Do me a favor, talk. Yeah. Because when he talks to us and we're talking, you can't help but number one, like him, mm -hmm. and number two, he's very articulate. He's yeah. very articulate. Um, but Teresa, every time Louis goes to talk, Teresa rah, 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 screaming and yelling. Yeah. You know? And she takes away from him explaining what all the questions people have. Right. She made him look bad. It, she didn't give him the opportunity to, to help look himself. Good. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah. Which of the ladies would you say you are most afraid of? Dolores, obviously. Because oh. <laughs> right. I've been I've been at the other end of right, Dolores right. many a times. That's fair. Otherwise, I'd probably have to say the one I'm probably most afraid of is the one I get along best with, right? and that's Margaret. 
Yeah. We we are Margaret, huge Margaret supporters yeah, here. Yeah. Yeah. We love and, her. And overall, I'm going to be honest with you, we are the closest with Margaret and Joe. Oh, you are? Like yes, as a couple? Yes, yes, yes. Yep, absolutely. Joe, Joe's, I was just on the phone this morning. Got right? it. Because he works for us. We, I do work I was, for him. Yeah, that makes sense. Yep. Oh, right. You guys yep. could start like a company, you know, soup to nuts, house, husband, construction. I love keep, it. I keep, love keep, it. Keep your eyes open. Yes! Keep your eyes open. Can't wait. And you are confirmed still living with David. Yes. And you're loving it? I got to be honest with you. David don't want me to leave. I don't <laughs> want, it's, you know, David's got a beautiful house, a big house we just built. And he was there basically by himself most of the time. And David does work long hours. And just to have somebody there with him, he, he loves it. And, and he's, he's, a, he's a great roommate. And it's a shame because, but through Dolores, David is truly one of my, probably one of my four best friends. That's so crazy. You know? Very really modern. Is. Right? It, it is. It, it is. is. Exactly right. You know? When you and Dolo start entering into new relationships, I imagine there's a, a learning curve with the new person because the way you guys operate your family is not common. Correct. And I imagine that it takes the person a little while to... It has to be. You have to be a secure person. Yeah. You have to be a secure person. And that's one of the reasons, again, with Dolores' new boyfriend, Paulie. Um, I, I reached out when I saw it getting serious, and I said, Paulie, let's, let's grab lunch or let's grab dinner, you know? Mm -hmm. And he was a little standoffish, all right? And no, he said no, all right? But um, because, and the reason I did it was, the more you see Dolores and I together, the more you see you have nothing to worry about. Yes. yes. All right, you have nothing to worry about. Because it used to be with, with my girlfriend, and when Dolores was dating David, we'd all be at the Shore House, because the Shore yeah. House is the one place where everybody goes together. All yeah. right. My kids are down there. Dolores is down there. Everybody's there together. And you're down there, you know, and you just see. And, and I was just telling the story this morning. All right. With Dolores. This is Dolores. This is typical Dolores. All right? We didn't always we were never always like this. Mm -hmm. We went through a nasty divorce. OK. Finally got to the point. I said, Dolores, come on. We got to just stop. All right? I said, listen, just give me the shore house. Give me the shore house. We just built a new house. Mm -hmm. I said, seriously, you can have everything else. OK. okay? So anyway, we do it. Go down to shore, divorce is over. Dolores packs her clothes up on the third floor, all right? Put in a suitcase. So I'm, I'm saying, wow, she don't seem too upset about this, but she not like it, all right? Takes her suitcase, walks downstairs, down to the second floor, goes in the bedroom, mom packs, puts her stuff in the drawers. <laughs> I said, what are you doing? Right? She goes, I said, you can have the house. She didn't say, I'm not coming here. Right. So for 20 years, she's had her own bedroom there. Perfect. That's why whoever she's dating, all right, came down, but it's, I love it because we're all in the same place, and I love to spend time with our children together. Yeah, right. Yeah. You know, I, I don't see Paulie doing that this year. Although, well, let me tell you something. Paulie and I have come a long, long way. And if you see on social media now, and we're busting each other's balls back and forth, mm -hmm. all right. Obviously, he calls me just a potato head, which I, you know, <laughs> I have a little bit of a similarity to. All right. It's I'm, not far off. Right? Yeah. You know, uh, <laughs> you didn't have to chime in and say, "Yeah, all right, seriously." <laughs> you didn't have to you be say, so right? Sorry. All right, all right. Well, what I was saying to Frank before we started is like, I thought it was so funny during the reunion when everyone was like, "Buzz Lightyear, Buzz Lightyear." I'm like, uh, Frank actually looks like Buzz Lightyear <laughs> yeah. more than but anyone he else. He's got bigger, whiter teeth. It's than projection. Me, right? It's projection. He's, yeah. He's got bigger, whiter teeth than me, right? So he does. Sure. But he, you know, and you'll see Polly on his own social media now puts Buzz Lightyear on. All right. Cute. He's leaning in. Yeah, Love he, that. He, I, Is he going to film? Does he embrace the show? Like I think more than David. I think more than David. Great. Right? Good. David, Does that threaten your position or no? You're just in. I, I got to be honest with you. I thought it would definitely lessen my position here. Yeah. Right. But we're starting to film this year, and I'm getting the calls from production filming more and more and more than right. I ever have before. All right, when I thought this year was going to be a little bit of relaxation. Right? Yeah. But no, so no, you're far. You're integral to the dynamic. You really are. All right. So it's, it's, 
it's good. Listen, you got Joe Gorga, who's you know, as little as he is. He's 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 over here. He's just yeah. you know. You got Bill, who's at this end. All right, and then you got the other guys all in between. Yeah. All right, and I'm, I'm I think I keep everybody in between because no matter the same you saw with Bill, I tried to leave and try to bring Bill back. Mm -hmm. Okay, I try to keep piss. It's a piss. I try to keep peace. Yeah. I, 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 I try to keep peace. I really do. Uh, I just I want everybody to get along. Yeah, I yeah. think you really have taken on a role as like someone who's sometimes more often than not like a voice of reason. Oh, I hear it all the time. Oh, yeah. I hear it all the time, you know. It's nice to have <laughs> that around. I hear it all the time. And, yeah. my, and my kids bust my balls about You know it. my favorite part of the season? Yeah, I that, knew you were going to say this. Yeah. yeah. Like I had so much respect for you when Teresa was acting like an animal and flipped the table in Nashville. In Nashville. Yeah. And, you know, Melissa followed her out and Jennifer followed her out. And then Dolores was like, I'm going to go with her too. Which I was just like, Dolores, this is your dinner. Teresa was the aggressor here. Uh, absolutely. You're going to leave Jackie like with no one around when she, I mean, not Jackie, Margaret. You're going to leave Margaret with only Jackie. It was like, it felt so fucked up that everyone was going with Thank Teresa. You. And you told Dolores, uh, no, 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 we're staying. We're staying. We're the, and we're, I we're loved that. We're the host. You're the host. Yeah. You know? It's not like uh, Margaret was wrong there. She got a whole fucking table flipped on her. No. And yeah. I had a lot of respect for that. I really liked Thank that. Thank you very much. And if you notice, Dolores didn't put up a fight whatsoever. Yeah. She knew right away. Yeah. She knew yeah. right away. All right. You were and, right. And we do... do we really, we really are close friends. We yeah. really are. And we, if so, one of us feels strongly about something, normally the other one just gives in. Yeah, and you respect each other's opinions, which one, is very oh, mature. Absolutely, absolutely. She's the mother of my children. She's mm -hmm. an incredible mother. Yeah. So I would never do anything to disrespect her. No, and it's been really just so fun to watch. And I feel like we're at this place in the show where really I look forward to your guys' scenes just as much as the ladies. And I just, we wanted to invite you on our show to say thank you for your service. Oh my God, yeah, thank you. Yeah, use our platform to meet our heroes. Yeah, literally. Oh my God, please. It make me blush. <laughs> All right, my God. I, 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 enjoy, I enjoy what we do. Yeah. I, I, I love doing what we do. I love filming. I have fun. And as long as it continues to be fun, I'd love to continue to do it. Do you guys get paid to be on the show or just no, the women? No, the women, the men do not get paid to be huh. on the show. What we do, though, is we get a, a lot of perks. Like yeah. we, get, we get paid for a lot of other things that are ancillary to the show. Yeah, right? of course. That come with Bravo. Mm -hmm. All right. So it's, listen, is it worth the time that we put in? Probably not. Right. But... Uh, as long as it doesn't interfere with our day jobs, right? Because right. things have been really, really busy for us lately. And Dolores and I are going into an entirely different uh, area now. Oh. Um, and we've gotten heavily into New Jersey now with the cannabis. Mm. All right? So, and it's taken off. And it's taken a lot of time. Um, but we're hoping to integrate it into the show. Yeah, no, it's all, it's synergy. Yeah, it all it, works. It, it, exactly. We have a good time. Yeah. And as long as it's, you're always having a good time. And this year... It was rough. The, the, women, yeah. the women lost their minds. The reunion was wild. Right, yeah, right? and also because the men were more involved than they'd been in the past, so it, yes. it couldn't be church and state exactly like it right. usually yeah. is. You know? And again, I see a lot of social media who love the men. An overwhelming majority. But you also have the people on there. This is a housewife show. Why are they showing the house husband so much? All right. So it's I such thought, a bad take. Uh, like, the girls that right? get it, get it. The girls that, that don't, don't. don't. All right. <laughs> but I thought they were going to pull back on the guys a little bit this year. But no, we started production. Oh my god. So the guys, the guys are all definitely. We're very happy to hear that. And speaking of guy content, they tease on Watch What Happens Live that a Ultimate Girls Trip husbands edition might, be, might be in the works. Who would you want to be, if you were asked to go, who would you want to see there from other franchises? I listen, obviously Mauricio, all right? Oh. All right, I get a lot of DMs for PK. All right. Oh, he's great. Right. Yeah. I don't know if PK is going to fit with us now. All right. I think he would. Yeah. I don't know, he throws down. He does. Right. Yeah. You got to have thick skin with us. Yeah. You have to have thick skin with us. I think he does. I actually you think know? he'd be a really good fit. Me too. You know, Juan Dixon. 
All right. Oh, all right. that's interesting. The guys love him. The guys love him. They do. All right. He's, I got to do And we, we did a couple things together. I think it was me and Joe Gorgon and him. And uh, I, we meshed pretty well. We oh, good. Pretty, we meshed pretty well. So I, I think we, we would have a good time. It, it, would, be, it would be a rough. It, it would be, be interesting for oh, sure. Oh, my God. It would be a rough. I would show. totally watch uh, that. Yeah. 100%. <laughs> so good. I don't know whether I'd watch it. I'd be embarrassed. <laughs> Um, well, I can't wait to see that. I can't wait to see more of you all over Jersey. Thank you. Thank you yeah. so much, seriously, for being here. Everyone follow. How Where do people follow you on Instagram? Frank underscore Catania underscore senior. S-R. All right. And Not, if they're looking, if some of our younger viewers are looking for Frankie, where would they find Frank him? It's just Frank underscore Catania. Okay, good. Yeah. All right, Don't try get it twisted. Yeah, I was going to say, try not to, all right? <laughs> way too many explanations, you know? <laughs> well, thank you so much for being here. Thank you guys for watching. Have an amazing day, and we'll see you tomorrow. Bye. Bye. Thank you.